Hello, welcome to Skull RPG Podcast. My name is Dwight Skull. My name is Jacob Skull. And today we're going to teach you how to tell, tell your, your story. story. So this is uh, going to be a discussion on traps. How much should you use them? Should you use them at all? Yeah. And the pros and cons of both. So here's the fun part. So I don't like running a lot of traps, but the problem is if you don't run a lot of traps, then what is the entire purpose of a having rogue. a rogue, right? Um, so if you're not going to run traps at all in your game, like just at all, I would literally tell them at the beginning, look, this isn't going to be really a trap-heavy game, even if at all. The rogue can become somebody else if they want to become somebody else, right? Um, you don't need a rogue person in here um, because the amount of traps I'm going to have in this game, like it might affect you like four times ever. Uh-huh. So it's just not worth dedicating an entire class to be like, we're checking for traps. It's like, and, why? And you can also I'm argue doing... on a lot of the pre-made, since we're running through Return to the Temple of Elemental Evil. There's 35. a lot of traps, actually. There's <laughs> some traps, but yeah. in places where I'm thinking as the rogue, you should trap, there's no traps. In places that make no sense, there's traps. So even in pre-mades where they yeah. do traps, they're kind of in no in kind places of that make no sense. I mean, it makes sense. It's like, okay, you you, you raided the big bad storeroom finally. And, and there's a locked chest There's a locked chest. Trapped. Of course, but that makes sense. Why is his door unlocked? Why yeah. is his door not trapped? Right. And so at the end of the day, um, so, and then there's some players, some DMs that just love to throw traps in. And, and um, I'm not one of them, but... There are, like, the, the Dungeons Master Guide has a ton of traps. And then I know there are literally, like, resources books online for traps. Of traps. And some make sense and some don't, but it's fine. Um, and it just depends on how you feel about it. Now, that said, if you're not going to play with a lot of traps, I would let your party know that at the beginning so they can decide whether or not they really want to have a rogue. Um, if you're going to play with a ton of traps, you definitely need to let your player at parties know that because you're like, Oh no! One of you has to play a rogue, or this this game's going to be over in like twenty yeah. minutes. And it, um, and, and if they're still feeling like they like they need a rogue in that situation, you might be able to do something like okay, so just have one of you guys, if you're playing five, uh, five just have proficiency in traps. Yes. Just call it a day. Yep. Just somebody needs to take a proficiency there. Yep. Exactly. And find find an appropriate feat or something to let it happen, or yep. make one up if one doesn't exist. Like or, I haven't looked into it, or so. just give somebody an extra proficiency on whoever wants to do the traps. Okay, you're right. giving this just because or, I need it. You're a weird variant, but so you not lose, enough. Well, you're a weird variant, so you lose proficiency in this that you're never going to use, and you gain it in traps. Yes. Like it's fine. And then in like, three five, because it, you're using skill points for it, just tell them, hey, you probably want to have X amount of ranks in this. Yeah. And you're, just call it a day. Your father was this rogue, and so he taught you a bunch of crap about traps, but you didn't want to go be a rogue. But you're so proficient in traps because it's all you did every day when you were growing yep. up. So I like, want you to have, as part of your he character... He trapped the outhouse. I, you need to, you, <laughs> I need you to have the ability to roll a 10, or have 10 ranks in traps yeah. before we end this. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, exactly. And just call it a day. So then the other thing is, if you're a big trap fan, I would suggest not just using them on doors and chests. I would suggest having them in hallways. I would suggest having them in fight scenes. We're going to talk about that tomorrow. But I would suggest having them in areas where it's not expected that you're going to have a trap. And that is Tomb of Horrors, where one hallway was trapped. Um, The first hallway you walk into in Tomb of Horrors, I think, has nine traps in it. Yes. Not counting the trap at the very end of the thing, which isn't a trap, but just diabolically evil. Yeah, the the, the orb of annihilation at the end of the hallway. Yeah, yeah, it looks like a gateway. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, there's like nine traps in that corridor and it doesn't get it doesn't get it oh. does not get better from there. And, and the best one is there's a lit there's like a there's like a colored path. Uh-huh. And if you follow the colored path, you go through four traps. If you don't call, follow the colored path, you go through five traps. So it's like it's just this randomness of like good luck. So that said, some people just love traps, some people hate traps. I'm okay with trapping things. But at the end of the day, they're they're um, they're not my go-to yeah. if I'm looking for challenge rating. But remember that too. If you had a trap, is specifically in a fight, and we're going to talk about it a lot more tomorrow. It does change the CR, the challenge rating. Yes, and so there are challenge ratings of traps, and now that isn't based on the party. That's based on the rogue. Mm-hmm. So if your rogue is a level four, a challenge rating four is easy, is not easy, but if they, they only need to roll like a, probably a 12 or something to, to overcome it. But if it's like three or four above them, you may want to look at the rules of what happens if they fail and by how yes. much. So and then what happens? The other thing I would recommend with traps as well, just because you, since the traps are nasty and if you're not necessarily wanting your rogue to go out on a blazing glory with a poison <laughs> art trap, and the trap was just to do some damage and not kill them. Yeah. Because the idea of a kind of a trap in a lot of the dungeons is, especially on a door, it's not meant to kill you. It's, it's just, just meant, meant to, to hurt. hurt hurt you enough that somebody's going to find you and then drag you somewhere. Right. Or it damages you enough and lets everyone on the other side of the room know, no. oh, that trap went off. We yes. know there's somebody here. But so in terms of like a trap on a door of the officer's quarters, he probably has, if you search high enough, he probably has some anti-poison for that trap. He may. Because how many times are you going to, especially because if you're going to take the stereotype of, okay, so the captain was drunk, he came back to his room, <laughs> didn't realize that the trap went off, and he, and he shot himself, and he got tripped by his own trap. Yeah. Then he's going to go drink the, po- the anti-poison. Yes. Because traps go off for anybody, not just... You. That's a really good point to have the, like, if you had, like, oh, this is a trap with Wyvern poison. Well, there should be a Wyvern poison antidote well, there in the room somewhere. I, I only bring this up because when we ended our last session, that happened to me on my strength staff. We're having yeah. to rest for, for, having to rest or bring me back to town to get my strength back. Right. And then there was another time where I got petrified because of another trap. And you guys had to drag me to town. Yeah, and not just town, but like there was a big town. Yeah, it was a month journey. It was a month journey to make myself not stone. Yeah, we kind of had. Could you just have a thing right next to that? Because somebody's going to trigger that you don't want to, and especially because they're evil, you're not going to be able to go to an infrastructure to save them. Not necessarily. Well, they could. I mean, how many times are they going to do the? Oh, I guess like people reading auras all day long. I guess, but Mm -hmm. well, anyway, regardless. Um, traps or no traps, it's really a DM's choice. If you're going to do no traps, let them know that they don't need a rogue unless they want to be a rogue. Um, cause there are some advantages being a rogue. It just attack. isn't, there's tons of stuff. And then, um, or if you're going to do a ton of traps, make sure that they know there's going to be a ton of traps because they actually need a rogue and the rogue needs to drop some points and make sure yes. that they're always maxing out their trap stuff. Yes. And then, so. And then sometimes if the trap was too nasty, being able to have something to help them, especially if it's poison. Such a good idea. Yep. And then also ways to work around a trap. Uh, I'll just conclude on this. Our rogue in one of our adventures was unable to um, stop the collapsing ceiling reset. Oh, yeah, the drop ceiling. Yeah, it basically it's like kept, smacks you. And then she kept getting hit like 10 to 20 times. Well, she, we ended up like losing like... Three or four really good heal spells on her. And finally, I was a druid. I just stone-shaped 
the passageway so that we could walk through. And yes, the trap went off, but it couldn't get to us because I had created stone to block the thing from working. Oh, hey, Rogue, you triggered so, that three times. Let me help. Make me a search check. Yeah. You see a lever right next to the mechanism as an auto disable. Well, not Go. even that bad. Not even that well. I would say make make some other party member use magic or something to get True. around it. Yeah. You know? Or if you trigger the trap three times, it goes on a cooldown because of the mechanisms are old. It depends or something. what you want to do. Yeah. I mean, there's many ways. It to... is kind of funny just letting that trap just keep going off, but you might want to tell one of the players to start to figure something else out. There's a certain point where you it's not funny anymore and it's just sad. <laughs> well, when it gets sad, do something about it. <laughs> yeah, from the GM perspective, it's probably always funny, but yeah, you probably should do something. When they start getting really frustrated with you, you should maybe come up with some other options. So, anyway, that will leave us for today. We'll see you tomorrow. Hey, thanks for listening. And for more resources, please go to skullrpg.com.